When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here on the RHAP Rewind. And today we are going to be cooking up a storm as we're talking about Hell's Kitchen. We watched the season 8 premiere here with a man who makes every podcast Heaven's Kitchen. It's Chappelle. <laughs> Rob, for some reason I thought you were going to say he makes every uh, podcast raw. Raw. <laughs> raw. Yeah, I raw. mean, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We like it raw. <laughs> Thank you, Rob, for that introduction. I'm happy to be here. It's been a, Rob, I've been having a, a pretty bad day. Yes. But I will not drop as many F bombs today on this podcast as Gordon Ramsay dropped in this episode of Hell's Kitchen and on any given season of Hell's Kitchen, for that matter. Chappelle, do you want to vent about your day? No, because I have to avoid these F bombs. We got to save them. For the episode. I mean, mm-hmm. geez, listen, there were so many that I think Sam and I both decided we were just going to count. I think we got up to 62 yeah. F-bombs in one episode in the premiere of season eight. So we got a lot to, uh, to, to cover. I won't get into all the crap that's going on in my life, but we'll just let Gordon do the F-bombs today. Okay. This was an interesting choice of Hell's Kitchen today coming on the heels of dance moms and we talked last week about abby lee miller who was like a drill sergeant yelling at all these young women i have to feel like that that was the inspiration for then going right into gordon ramsay and hell's kitchen this week Chappelle. yeah i think there's a little symmetry that we could talk about just with the two shows like we see abby on dance moms for years and years and years yelling at these little girls and now we get to watch Gordon and Ramsay do the same thing, essentially, but to grown men and women. And so uh, I, I, I guess I was interested to see how this would land. Rob, are you a Hell's Kitchen guy? I don't think I've ever heard no. you even say those words together. I don't really watch any of the cooking shows, but I did think that this one was interesting. So I, I don't know if this is like a average episode of Hell's Kitchen uh, that we watch. And we'll have uh, the link to the YouTube episode, which this was a completely uncensored episode. Was this like a thing where Fox would put the episodes up on YouTube uncensored? I ain't never seen nothing like this before on yeah. Fox. I did, yeah, I, I go. I was I was watching it on Tubi because uh, Tubi has all the good trash, and so I go to watch Hell's Kitchen on there. And I, I mean, listen, I enjoy a good f bomb like the next person. Sure. but sixty two 
It was, there was at least 10 before the opening credits were done. Uh, before the, like this season on Hell's Kitchen. F, 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 F. You know, I was just like, whoa, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. NSFW to the max. For sure. Don't, yeah, don't watch this episode around your kids. But this was primetime television uh, on a, you know, like a syndicated show on a, a huge network yeah. like Fox. I don't know why they decided to keep the unedited footage. Do you think they have like other shows footage like that just in the archives? I bet at the time, like you'd watch it on Fox and it would be bleep, 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 bleep. And then they would say like, go head on over to our YouTube channel and watch the uncensored version. And like, I think but they had some other way. And I'm not sure if the episode that we have uh, is from Fox or anything like that. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure. Like there had to have been like some other platform where you could watch the uncensored Gordon Ramsay. I just don't think so. Like I, I remember watching this show in real time, and I don't remember anybody telling me that there was f bombs around here. Like, don't get me wrong, you hear the bleeps. No mm-hmm. different than like in any given episode of like Jerry Springer or Mari. Like you know these people are cursing. You just don't know what they're saying, but you can kind of figure it out. But no one ever told me like, hey. In about 10 years, you're going to be able to hear like the uncut Gordon Ramsay. And I think that's the issue here. Um, on YouTube, you know, this was 2010. I don't know. YouTube. On, <laughs> so on this YouTube channel, which is called uh, um, Hell's Kitchen Full Episodes, Hell's Kitchen Uncensored, <laughs> they have all the seasons uncensored. So I don't know. Yeah, like, and, and again, I watched it on Tubi. And so yeah. there's no way like Tubi's like, let's go rip the, you know, the uncensored one from YouTube to put it on. Like, no, that means Fox has like licensed this stuff out to people. Like, hey, you can post all of these F bombs wherever you want. Um, I don't know if you can like still use Fox's brand on it. You know, like like you said, the YouTube channel is called, you know, Hell's Kitchen Uncensored, and the mm-hmm. Tubi app is not necessarily connected to Fox. So maybe they like sell the rights away after they, they air the show. But there's no way Fox wants all of this cursing and these horrible things that are being said tied to them. Yeah. So, Chappelle, are you a fan of the cooking reality shows? And it sounds like you watched everything. Rob, I mean, I dabble here and there, nothing, you know, whatever. The Hell's Kitchen is not my favorite of the cooking shows. What I, is? I, I was, I was a big, uh, like, uh, Top Chef guy. Top you know, chef. Top Chef. The early seasons, you had like real cooking. You had real chefs. You had real like drama. This was more like, hey. So you think you want to cook, you know, like, you know, so they go and find sous chefs, they find home chefs, they find like people who just think they're really good at cooking and then they audition them and they put them on. So it's very different than the caliber of chef that you would get on like a Hell's Kitchen. Um, But yeah, give me Hell's Kitchen any day. Um, Well, some of the other cooking shows like, you know, I'd watch like the Beat Bobby Flays and, you know, things of that nature, Iron Chef. But those are just like comfort food you know you come mm-hmm. home it's a long day your car breaks down you don't got no ac i'm sorry and get back into my life <laughs> um basically you just it's just something you can just turn on and watch it and then you just go on about your day and hell's kitchen is not that show hell's kitchen is a show that you watch to watch other people be humiliated so you can feel better about yourself <laughs> Chappelle, just talking big picture as like we've bounced around like quantum leaping through the history of reality tv like to watch uh, dance moms and then also hell's kitchen really back to back that i think it really like just brings us back to a time where i have to think that this all started with simon cowell where that simon cowell was the you know the mean judge on american idol and this around like 2002 american idol gets going and really by like the second season everybody loves simon cowell being mean to people 
telling people they suck, telling people that they're bad at things. And it seems like it scratches an itch because I feel like then from there we get like an explosion of people being judged and then somebody telling them that they stink. And I think even the success of The Apprentice, I think, falls into this category of, you know, that there's like uh, the image of uh, the host of that show yelling and firing and telling people they stink. And the, Gordon Ramsay, uh, you know, even, uh, you know, game shows, I feel like, of like uh, things like uh, The Weakest Link, which was actually, I think, actually predates American Idol. But I just feel like that we really started something and i definitely feel like the genre has gone like almost in a complete 180 away from uh, this type of show but i feel like that you know humiliation of contestants by a mean drill sergeant seemed like that this was a big part of the medium yeah, American Idol was definitely like the blueprint. You get your three judges, you got one nice one, you got one that is like, you know, maybe like more agreeable or in the industry. And then you got your Simon Cowell, you got your hard ass right in the middle. And then you have your auditions where that's where you really get to tear people apart. When everybody's like, you know, the, the common person can, can win this show and they show up and then you talk about them because they're, you know, they're not as good as they think they are. And Simon Cowell is a very mean person to these people. And America loved it. We ate it up. And so now they're like, boom, let's do it again. So then you have, like you said, you have like, even look at the X factor, you know, like you got to keep a British mean guy on every, on every show. Um, Even like, uh, so you think you can dance. You have like Mary Murphy's on the panel. She's really nice, but she's, you know, she's a a serious dance instructor person. But then you have Nigel Lithgow, the guy who can he dance? Who knows? But he's definitely going to be mean. He's definitely Mm going to be British. So yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. And Simon Cowell, like just like ignited this flame and everybody that said, don't you want to be meaner? Don't you want to be meaner? Like, wouldn't it be funny if somebody was mean to this person? Because it's not happening to you. That's the thing. As long as it's not happening to you, you can watch it. The issue is that when you're in the hot seat or when somebody you know is in the hot seat, that's when it becomes like, oh, no, I don't like this. And so, yeah, I think we've as a as a culture kind of shifted away from that. Um, but you had you, you kind of had to you had to touch on it to know that it was a hot stove. Right. Like we had to, like, keep going back there. And then people would start, it start to wear on people like, oh, uh, you know, I'm not loving this. But shows like Hell's Kitchen and Dance Moms, despite them being mean to everybody, they're still they lasted for years. Hell's Kitchen is still on. It mm-hmm. didn't get canceled. Abby Lee only got canceled because she's, you know, problematic in other ways, but it had nothing to do with her being mean to little girls. Uh, and Hell's Kitchen still to this day has like seasons in production. It is it's wild. Yeah, there's never been a backlash against Gordon Ramsay. I I don't not that I know. I like don't get me wrong, some contestants like give it to him or like try to like try to maybe like a couple people tried to fight him you know mm-hmm. but like i've never heard of like gordon ramsey sued for you know um for the mean yeah. things he says because a lot of the stuff he says it's really kind of like you could write a script for gordon ramsey on any given episode he's gonna drop the f-bomb he's gonna say it's raw he's gonna yell at you about your scallops he's gonna yell at you about your wellington he's gonna tell he's gonna pretend like something tastes really bad and he's gonna say well that's actually delicious you know like I've seen enough Gordon Ramsay where I can do that. So I don't think there ever got any backlash for him on Hell's Kitchen. I know other shows that he had, he had some legal proceedings around those. And, but he's had like a million shows. There's like Gordon Ramsay's Hotel Rescue and Restaurant Rescue and MasterChef and MasterChef Kids. And then like Gordon Ramsay goes to prison. Like there's a lot of like 
like Gordon Ramsay content out there. So I'm sure he's gotten a couple cases against him. Yeah, and Chappelle, just to go back to where the raw and uncensored content came from, they put out DVDs of the Hell's Kitchen seasons uh, that were the raw and uncensored, which you would think that Gordon Ramsay would not like them raw. Yeah, he hates raw until, you know, they have to get released and he gets paid for it. And he's like, okay, whatever. ODB, he is not. He is not. Ooh, baby, we don't like it raw. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gordon Ramsay is one of those people that you love to hate him on Hell's Kitchen, but you always respect him as a chef. And I think that's what keeps the show on TV. People can't like have real backlash against him because they still want what he has dangling in front of them, which is like, I'm about to give you the keys to your own restaurant and a $250,000 salary. And Hell's Kitchen is one version of him. But like I said, there are so many other like television shows that he's tied to that give you other sides of him. Oh. I know um, MasterChef Kids is one of my favorites. And the way he talks to those kids, I, I tuned in because I thought like, oh my God, Gordon Ramsay's going to say something horrible to one of these little kids. He's going to go full Abby Lee Miller. And he like really coddles them a lot of times. And they're like going through, these kids are like trying to make mayonnaise out of, out from scratch. And they're crying and they're stirring the pot. And Gordon Ramsay's really sweet to these kids. So, it, you know, he has layers. I've seen him with his family and stuff. So, you know, he's not always the hard ass that we get, especially on this episode of Hell's Kitchen. Chappelle, in 2008, uh, there was a Hell's Kitchen video game for the Wii, Nintendo DS, Microsoft Windows, and iOS. (laughs) Well, now. Well, now. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is this? What are you talking about? Hell's Kitchen, the video game. 2008. (laughs) Is it called Hell's Kitchen, the video game? Um, I, it's called like, Hell's Kitchen colon the game. It the is game. a time management cooking video game based on the reality competition show. Like in my mind, it would be kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, do you ever play like Farmville and Cafe Wars and things of that nature back in the old Facebook days? You know, I remember like, them. I did not play them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like plant your, plant your patty pan squash, come back in 16 hours and, pl- and pick it up, you know? And that was like Farmville, but then you had cafe wars where it's like, okay, put the burger on the stove, but you got to make sure you come back to it in time to get it off the stove because you don't want it to burn. And then you got to put your other things. You have to have the service ready and then you can build your kitchen. So I'm assuming it's kind of like that, like a roller coaster tycoon or the Sims or something, uh, like a, like a little ghetto version of that. I did not know it existed. But I'm intrigued. Let me, can I play the trailer? Can I play the trailer oh, for this? Of course. Okay. Excuse me? All right, what? here we go. Here's the, here's the trailer. Just play the audio of it. Okay, here we go. I'll take it. Okay. From. Here we Welcome go. Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. The doors are opening right now. Master three key elements. Preparation, cooking, and service. Mm-hmm. As Gordon Ramsay is watching on. Yes. Yeah. This looks not good. <laughs> not fun. Is he not going to yell at you? Like, isn't the point to like, like you're cooking and trying your best and he's in the background like, you fat pig. Like, why aren't you getting like, yeah, like I want him to yell at me. If I'm going to play the game, that's what I here, want. Maybe, I want let me the big skip ahead. Maybe, uh, maybe he's going to yell here. Here's yeah, uh, l- later on the trailer. Don't even touch another thing. Okay. Okay. All right. That was that's it. fine. Yeah. That's fine. All right. You touch another. Thing. All right. So yeah. that we watch. I need abuse. Yeah. No. 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 If we're gonna play this game, I want to be abused. See, that's the thing. If you bought this game, I think you kind of want that too. You know, I'm not judging. That's your thing. Go for it. You know, mm-hmm. we don't kink shame here. Chappelle, 
Why has this fallen out of favor? Uh, is it because people are on? Well, I'm talking about the, 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 this type, this genre of television. I mean, Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. is still on the air, but overall, I feel like that people don't want to see as much meanness on television. Honestly, I don't even know if it's that because I think deep down people still like to be mean. We see that on social media all the time. Right. I think that it's probably just old. You know, it's like anything else. You know, it starts off and it's new and it's shiny and it's dirty and it's raw and it's it's one of those like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, 12, 13 seasons in, you know, okay, I guess we're still here. 14 seasons in, 15, you're like, oh, Gabon? You know, like what, you know, <laughs> you know, after a certain point, you just have these seasons where it's like, do I care about this? And I, I don't think they do enough to revitalize Hell's Kitchen in, 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 in everybody's eyes and keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. But that's why Gordon Ramsay has so many other shows. Like, if you got tired of Hell's Kitchen, don't worry. We got, uh, you know, Gordon Ramsay's restaurants or whatever. And we got MasterChef over here. We got MasterChef Kids. So it's kind of like they said, for if you like Hell's Kitchen, we got infinite Hell's Kitchen for you. But if that's too much for you, Check out some of our other products. So I think that's more like it is uh, what it is for, for Hell's Kitchen, but also with the genre at large. Like after a while, yeah, you get tired of this. If Simon Cowell was still on American Idol, I don't even think American Idol would still have the same, you know, like only so much, you know, berating you could take from one person. Okay. So can we talk big picture about how Hell's Kitchen works? Mm-hmm. So Hell's Kitchen, first of all, uh, is a... On the show, it's the restaurant in Vegas, right? Okay. Um, and yeah, but so Hell's Kitchen in, is the name of the the restaurant. Yeah, there's a Hell's Kitchen in Vegas. It, I think this show is originated like a UK show, which makes sense. Um, and then it became like you know the one that we know. But it's like it's filmed at Hell's Kitchen. But I I think sometimes they're like on a set. I don't know. But the the dinner services are at the restaurant Hell's Kitchen, and so he brings in two teams. And he has like a team of home chefs from over here. It's normally split by gender. So women versus men. Uh, and then they'll do like blue team versus red team. Very survivor-esque where they'll have like sure. a tribe swap at some point. They'll mix them up. You know, they do all that good stuff. But uh, it starts, they always start the same. We get introduced to the chefs. We go into the kitchen. And the first challenge is normally like, show me your signature dish. Like, show me what got you here. Why should you be the winner? Uh, of course, there's always a huge prize. Uh, which is normally you get to be the head chef of one of his many restaurants and you get this huge salary because Gordon Ramsay pays uh, great. So you get to go do what you love and make a lot of money doing it. And every episode, we whittle somebody down, whether it's one person, two people, maybe somebody gets medevaced like we saw in this episode. Um, And then it finally comes down to a showdown between the chefs, which one wins. I think they started doing live shows. They got to be very theatrical and then they pick a winner. That's Hell's Kitchen. Uh, there's a lot of yelling, a lot of cursing, a lot of fighting. Uh, but ultimately, you get a top chef at the end who gets to run whatever restaurant Gordon has up for um, for display that year. Did they really get to run the restaurant, the people that won? I, from what I understand, they did. The thing with uh, with Hell's Kitchen, though, that is not like in a Top Chef. I think Top Chef probably gets you more fame, yeah, um, because you're already like a working, pro- like decent chef that probably has somewhat of a name for themselves. Hell's Kitchen, you're going to work at this kitchen, um, and so like I don't think you get the same notoriety that you would get. But I don't think I have any reason to believe that like you know the people have like gone on and not gotten the prize that they were promised because then he'd have some legal issues on his hands. Chappelle, is there any particular reason why you picked this episode that we looked at? Oh, yeah. Season eight is a hot mess. Season eight from beginning to end. Mess, 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 mess. 
there, there are so many seasons of Hell's Kitchen to choose from. I wanted to go back. This is the rewind. So I wanted to go back because I'm sure it's not the same exact show as it is today. You know, I'm sure they've cleaned certain things up. Probably not as many F-bombs. They probably told Gordon, okay, you can't throw stuff at people. You know, like, but I wanted to go back to the heyday. I wanted to take us back to the world we've been exploring. You know, the early 2000s and 2010s is shistnisms, you know, and that's why I landed on season eight. I said, give me something that is going to grab us right from the beginning and hook us and give us colorful characters, give us arguments, give us fight, give us drama. This was a perfect episode. You don't think so? No, I'm just, I, I have nothing else to judge it against. Like, I'm, I'm just like, asking, it, it, did you like it? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but it was that I didn't see anything that was like, oh my God, like, uh, I can't believe this just happened on, like, this is like kind of like what I thought an uh, episode of Hell's Kitchen would be like. I mean, it's, it's pretty standard. The thing yeah. is, I mean, you don't normally get a medevac on the first episode. I guess, you know, I guess that, so, yeah. Yeah. And then also, a lot of the chefs that go back and forth with Chef Ramsay, um, they normally don't do it right out the gate. I think that's the thing. There's a slow build. You'll have one or two mouthy ones that'll kind of hint at they want to say something, or maybe you'll get one person who gets in his face very quickly and he kind of like throws him out. But rarely do you have people who are just like, oh no, we're going to fight right now, whether it's me and him, whether it's me and you. I just want drama. And so this is a start to a very dramatic season. And that's why I picked this episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's take a look at uh, what happens here in this uh, specific episode. Um, everybody shows up and then uh, there's a, a misdirect between... The, do they take them to Los Angeles? I don't know where they went. I think, no, I don't, I think the like they locked eight. the door. Yeah, so they they go to Hell's Kitchen. They're trying to get in, but like, oh no! For the first time, like the door is locked. Like, can we not get in? What's going on? And they're like, okay, put your blindfolds on. We're gonna take you to the site of the very restaurant that you're going to like one day be the head chef of, and that is the JW Marriott in LA. So yeah, I guess they put them in the car and they just drive them. What is it? Three hour drive to, uh, from Vegas to LA? Depends how fast you're going. Yeah, I'd imagine that they were driving pretty fast, or there's some movie magic going on here. But yeah, so that's what they do. Yeah, 
just some shenanigans. We love to see it. But mm-hmm. yeah, so next thing you know, they're in L- they're in LA. They're at the JW Marriott. They're looking at what their future. Like what what this could be. You know, like what happens when I win? Because again, you go on Hell's Catcher th- thinking everybody else is going to get yelled at. That you're not going to be the idiot. You're not going to be the one who gets thrown out of the kitchen. And so they're all ha- they have these delusions of grandeur. A lot of them yeah. in this moment because they just don't see it. You don't see yourself being the target of his ire. And so, yeah, this is like the last moment we get like the wide-eyed innocence of these people because it's about to get real. Chappelle, here's the thing that I didn't get about the show. It seems like most of the people on the show do not know how to cook and are incompetent. And I don't understand why they're on the show. That's a good point. Uh, I, I know one of my criticisms of the show is like 16 seasons in, I should not be talking to you about how to make scallops. Like, you, this is his menu all the time. You know, scallops, uh, risotto, beef wellington. Like, look, you watch so many episodes, you got it down. Like, you know exactly what he's going to yell at certain people about. Um, but I think because Chef Ramsay has, like, a such a high pedigree, it's very hard to please him. So maybe there is some, like, exaggeration with how bad these dishes are. Um, there are obviously some very bad ones, but I think it's easy to get yelled at by him. Like, if it's not perfect or close enough to where he's like, eh, I don't feel like yelling right now, I think he can still get yelled at. So even if it's not raw, if it's close enough, he still might just let you have it. He know, Look, he knows the camera's on him. He knows what you want. He knows mm-hmm. why we came here. He doesn't want to be like, oh my God, you guys all did so great today. I mean, you, it was a little undercooked, but, you know, I could look past that. No, he's like, what? I see the the white in this in this scallop that you know and he just starts to cussing and throwing yeah. stuff and flying off the handle. That's what we want. That's what we came in for, and he makes sure we get it. Chappelle, do you have a signature dish that you could make that you think would impress Gordon Ramsay? Hmm, that would impress Gordon Ramsay. No, 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 no. That he I don't wouldn't think I spit can... out. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, look, I, uh, he ain't gonna spit out my food. Look, I'll be the next fool on Hell's Kitchen. Like, I, I mean, you cook, I cook, I got it. But you know. I'm a good. I'm a big grilled cheese guy. Grilled you know what cheese, I'm yeah, yeah. Do you have a secret? The pro- uh, no, grill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use cheese. You know, some butter's nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, maybe maybe throw some ham in there if you're feeling sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think grilled cheese tastes better when somebody else cooks it. Honestly, so like, yeah. The the move is not to make grilled cheese. The move is try to convince somebody to make your grilled cheese. That's how you enjoy a grilled cheese sandwich. One thing that I found here after my move to North Carolina, there seems to be a lot of restaurants that they are, are grilled cheese restaurants. Like that's the like I, that was not the case uh, where I lived in Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't know what that's. I, I, don't know, I don't think that's a southern thing. I just think that's you know like people trying to be creative. Like, yeah, and in in Texas for some reason I've noticed a uh, mac and cheese restaurants have just popped up. Yeah, like where their their main dish is mac and cheese. Right, like yeah, like that's okay fine and then you go and have the mac and cheese and it's got like oxtail shaved in there and like yeah. truffles and all kinds of crap and then like but ultimately i'm like salt and pepper would be nice so like season the damn food you know mm-hmm. like ugh, gordon ramsay and me too uh, but yeah so i i don't know for, for me if somebody else makes the grilled cheese i'll take it take i'll take it. it okay yeah um the show has a opening credits uh which is like a based in like a gulliver's travels yeah, and it's not always like that. They like to change it up. But here's the problem with these opening credits. I, and I could be 100% wrong here. But I remember the Hell's Kitchen that I know, the theme song is very different. They use the theme song Fire by the Ohio Players. Fire. 
ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that yeah. one. And this is not it. And so I was like, hmm. is this the, I know it's not the Mandela. This is from like, the I DVD. This... Maybe they couldn't yeah, get the, I... the rights for the music for the DVD. So while higher players weren't, uh, weren't down with all those F-bombs, they were like, no, not, not our music, not our good wholesome soul, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, maybe that's what's going on. Or maybe the theme song changes eventually. But back in my day, I remember Hell's Kitchen being the Ohio players and I loved the theme song, but the opening is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we get everybody there and everybody has to like uh, make their dish for <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and then they come out one by one. Uh, there's one woman, Emily, and uh, she is wearing a top that I guess is uh, too revealing where that, Gordon Ramsay's going to ask her to uh, cover her puppies. Yeah, she had the girls out on display. She said, I, dr- I, I dress like this on a date. Like, this is my favorite day outfit. Yeah. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling very boobalicious, I believe is the term yes. she used. Yes. Yeah, that she used. But Gordon Ramsay definitely told her, like, hey, put those up because this is a cooking competition. Ma'am, are you... What what's wrong with you? Why do you what do you think that's gonna do? Are you are you trying to woo me? Is there like are you trying to get some like brownie points? Because it's not gonna work. Uh, she ends up making duck breast, and I don't know if that was ironic or not. Well, somebody said to her, "Nice breast," and she said, "Thank you." Yeah, I think I think she's in on that joke. Uh, you'll notice that's a, a lot in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. It's very Big Brother esque, where it's like everyone's looking for the zinger. You know, like I don't know if they are giving them the zinger they're being fed these lines you know uh like you go into confessional and somebody's like hey say something about the duck breast but these people are like constantly dunking on each other throughout the entire competition Mm -hmm. and lo and behold uh gordon ramsay liked what she made uh then uh the other guy against her russell made a calamari steak which was undercooked but he didn't hate it yeah, it was good enough. He was like, I, mm, this isn't like, and that's what I'm saying. It might have been just a little bit under like Gordon's standards. So he was like, I'll let it slide because I got a lot more energy in me yeah. for the rest of y'all. And this was like the best of anybody here. Uh, and this did not go great. Uh, they proceed to go to Nona. Yeah, they go to Nona um and Vinny at this point right Nona and Vinny uh I believe Nona brings fried chicken and asparagus right yes and and it looks it looks fine you know it's fine uh, yeah, well, I, yeah we certainly saw a worse uh fried chicken prepared when we watched Flavor of Love oh yeah we've seen people butcher fried chicken and also put it in a microwave mm-hmm. so you know this this is nothing and Gordon Ramsay seems like he's intrigued but when he goes to cut into the asparagus it's very clearly raw like and it's it's yeah. ODB raw, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe he could have uh, Flavor Flav's mom also, like she was there to judge the fried chicken. Yeah, nah. I, I, yeah, he tried the, the fried chicken. He was like, why is it sweet? It tastes horrible. And she's like, I put some money on it. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, he spits it out. That's another, that's, that's a staple of the show. This man, as classy as he might be in his real life, on this show, he will let you see every drop of food in his mouth as he spits it into the trash can. It's very disgusting. Mm-hmm. But, he needs you to know how bad this is. Like, this is so bad, I can't even be bothered to spit into a napkin or something like that. I have to let it drop from my mouth down to the floor or, you know, in the trash bins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot of that when the food is bad. Yeah. But, but Vinny, Vinny. Uh, from, from your neck of the woods, right? Yeah. Um, he um, has a very oily looking plate um, yeah. of halibut. Yes. And, and yeah, Gordon Ramsay asked yeah. him, uh, the, what's with all this oil? Did this uh, f- come out of your hair? Yeah. And, you know, Vinny just takes it. 
Yeah. In his head, though, you know, and in confessional, he's like, if you're going to step on my oh. toes, be, you know, like be prepared to like, you know, get your feet bite, bit off or something like that. your toes bit off. Like, oh, okay. Vinny, well, like, yeah. Again, he's he, what well, he's from Queens. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is that, how, is that how people from Queens talk? Is it like, you know, biting off toes? Tough talk. Yeah. yeah tough say talk. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But his food wasn't bad. Like, despite it looking like. You know, it, it didn't look appealing, Rob. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, yeah. I wouldn't eat that. Yeah, but it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Nona uh, definitely loses his round. No, 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 Nona, I believe, is the yeah. um, Chef Spoiler Ramsey alert, quote. Uh, Nona is going to get eliminated also. Um, no, Nona does uh, not get not eliminated. No, no. Not, it's not no, Nona? No, 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 no. no, no. no we'll, get, we'll get to the eliminated person. Don't worry. Okay. Um. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, so, okay, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa. Lisa gets eliminated, and we'll talk about why later on. Um, there's a couple other hot spots here. Antonia, we, who yeah, we will see a good. lot of. This was good, yeah, Antonia. We, yeah, Antonia comes out, um, you know, and before she can even present her food good, we see the star of this season, Rob. How did we make it this far into the episode without talking about Sabrina? Hmm, Sabrina. Yeah. The small, tiny, tiny woman with a huge personality, a hot ass mouth, and I guess she just gets on everybody's nerves because she's in the background yawning, and Gordon Ramsay notices it and is about to lose it. Like he's borderline about to throw her out. He eventually just gives her a chair. You know, like I said, a lot of this is like him like winding up and then just kind of like, you know, no, I won't kill you this time. I got I got energy for you later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen later on when he overhears one of the chefs uh, talking smack about him or mocking him. Yeah, I, I don't. I yeah, Boris. I think is in the background Boris. going like it's raw, it's raw, it's raw. And Gordon Ramsay, of course, hears him, and then we get a lot more f bombs uh, for mm-hmm. Boris. But we'll get there. Yeah, um, yeah. Antonia. So Antonia serves up her food, baby spice, as Gordon uh, Ramsay calls. Um, <laughs> Cause uh, Sabrina is in the background, like yawning. He yells at her, calls her baby spice, gives her a chair, tells her to sit off. I'm pissed at you already. I haven't even got to your food. But when he eats Antonia's food, mm-hmm. he's like, he basically is just like, this is disgusting. Well, this is inevitable. Before he even eats it, Chappelle, that uh, she serves his gumbo and he says it looks like a plate of liquid shite. Yeah. Liquid shite. We gotta put an NSFW uh, l- warning on this episode, Rob, because mm-hmm. this is gonna get real. Yeah, he tr- he he's a very brave man because he actually tried to eat it, um, but he finds out that it's disgusting. But Antonia has some nerve. She's like, he's like, this is disgusting. She's like, I'm sorry, it's not up to par. Like, hold on, Antonia, you just it's gave us shit par. on a plate, right? Yeah, he's like up to par. Yeah, he's like, this is disgusting, and she's like, we'll throw it out then. Well, and he says. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to throw it out. Right? Um, what does he do? Well, he gets <laughs> physically ill uh, to the point where he's like gagging in the garbage after he ate it, which I kind of feel like is uh, he's hamming it up. Really? Because I call when shenanigans he takes... on Gordon Ramsay. I want to put a pin in that. We'll come back to that moment, huh? Um, Gordon Ramsay does gag and say that this is making me sick, this, that, and other. And then he goes, hey, you bums. Y'all eat this. Big boy. He calls to like one of who, Raj, who is the heavyset guy yeah. on the, sh- uh, you know, chef. He's like, eat this. Nona, you eat this too. You like food. Very mm-hmm. rude. Very, mm-hmm. very rude. <laughs> Go find the heavyset people yeah. and, and tell them to eat the slop. Um, and they are disgusted as well. So there's some, there's a little merit to what he's saying yeah. that this is not, this is disgusting. I think someone says, I would rather have a cat shite in my mouth 
Yeah. Then, then eat this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that someone said. Yeah. I would let a cat shit in my mouth before I eat this. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about the shenanigans, Rob. There might yeah. be something here. Yeah. Um, that however, was, something I think that, that was Rob that said that. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's something to note. Um, Antonia does not eat the food. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even taste it. He's like, you served it to us and you didn't even taste it? She's like, I didn't have time. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah. Did you look at she, it? Oh, why would I taste this? Why would I taste it? Did you see this play? It looks like shit. Um, <laughs> you know, he's like, what? Gordon, you're like a five-star chef. This is what you came through? Like all those Michelin stars and you're still eating shit on the plate? My bad. <laughs> Sounds like a personal choice. Um, so, so yeah. To note, like I said, Antonia does not eat this. Everybody else does. And that is very rude. Don't feed me something you're not willing to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get to, um, so after, you know, they get past like Antonia, there's a couple other like standouts. Jillian with the tattooed eyebrows pops out. Um, have you ever seen that before, Rob? What? Where uh, somebody who has the tattooed eyebrows? Yeah. 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 I've seen it. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he's like, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> he said, did you sear your eyebrows out? Like he thought this was a kitchen accident. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, nah, I just tattooed them all. He's like, I'm good. But mm-hmm. her food is good. Yeah. So she gets a pass. Yeah. You know? He 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 respects the performance. You know, he doesn't like I'll I'll say this about Hell's Kitchen. There's a lot of like these shows that are that lean one way or the other, where a lot of the challenges like favor a different gender, uh, to where it's not fair. I think a lot of times Hell's Kitchen is actually kind of fair when it comes down to like if you put it on the plate. And it tastes good. He's going to let you go. Like, uh, the problem there is that it's all subjective because Gordon Ramsay is the palate that we have to trust here. So maybe Gordon Ramsay doesn't like your food, but somebody else does. But we just assume that, you know, because he has this pedigree that he knows what he's talking about and we have to go with it. Would it be more fair if there were just two plates in front of him? He tasted it and then, uh, said, all right, whose was this? Whose was this? Yeah, and he does a little something like that throughout the series where like the contestants will do like a yeah. blind taste test. Like in fairness, I mean that's how Flavor Flav decided who had the best chicken. Yeah, and you know Flavor Flav, I mean he's, he paved the way for a lot very of this fair. stuff. Yeah. Very fair, very fair. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad criticism because if Chef Ramsay gets a good hate into you, do you, are you sure he's going to want you to, you know, run your restaurant? Maybe he just maybe he just don't vibe. Mm-hmm. Maybe y'all don't mesh well, you know? Mhm. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's something to talk about. But I think for the most part, if you can cook and he doesn't hate your guts, you'll be all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob, did any of the other ones stand out for you? Uh, I liked it. Was it Rob who had the pistachio crusted rack of lamb that uh, was so confident? And then Gordon Ramsay uh, felt like uh, it was raw. It was raw. The fat wasn't even melted. He's like, but it's it's rare. He's like, no, this is raw. I'm not stupid. You know, um, it's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. They, they yada yada through a lot of the other flops. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's basically no points. Like, this is a point system, and there's, it comes out like oh, like a three three tie out of twenty five people. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. three three. Yeah, no, I think it's sixteen chefs, and he ends up giving out six points altogether. It ends up a three three tie. Yeah, uh, some because, rounds he gives no points. He's like, I, I didn't like either of these. Nobody gets a yeah. point. Most round he gives no points. Make no mistake. Mm-hmm. But I think the title match here is Raj. Versus Our heavy Sabrina. Guy yeah. versus Sabrina. Yeah. Um, 
And people already have a good hate into Sabrina. They already don't like her before she even serves the plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so, and, and I guess she is a little annoying. Like she puts the plate down in front of him and is like, do you want me to open it? Like, yeah. How else am I going to, how am I going to eat it? You watched like 15 people go before you. Did you not see them open? The, like, what are you, what are you talking about here? Um, but her food was good. So he gave her a pass. Yeah. Let's talk about a more interesting uh, Raj dish. <laughs> he made a seafood and vegetable pancake. Mm-hmm. Can you describe what this well, looked like? First off, Gordon Ramsay was incredulous. He's like, a pancake? <laughs> pancake? A seafood pancake? Pancake? And it did not look like a pancake. No, 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 no. It was a pancake. It look, I believe he said it looks like a mess that pisses. A pissy pancake. Well, well, yeah, then he held it up and then it started leaking. He's like, oh, it's, piss. it's, it's pissing. <laughs> it's pissing all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> Chappelle, when you call it, is seafood and vegetable pancake, is this a breakfast food? I don't know. You know, Brian Scally famously eats like mashed potatoes with pancakes. Brian Scally eats mashed potatoes with pancakes. Okay, why? Yeah, well, look, I've never seen him do this, but that's the word on the street. Does he put syrup on the mashed potatoes? Uh, dear God, I hope not. Yeah. Like, but I don't, you know, people have interesting combinations. I think, I think what Raj is going for here is like high-end, maybe avant-garde, you know, dining, stuff that you can't get anywhere. He says he's been cooking since he's 14 years old. I don't know how you can cook yeah. for, you know, for that long and not realize that maybe a seafood pancake that pisses everywhere is not like, you know, everyone's favorite dish, but that's what he serves up. Yeah. I just can't get over what meal is this for? Yeah. When, when am I going to be brunch? like, you know what I really like today? Oh, it, it does give brunch. It gives a, it gives big brunch energy, you mm-hmm. know, BBE. Um, but no, at no point do I want seafood on a pancake. And it was, it looked like it was a seafood vegetable pancake. Like, I don't want vegetables anywhere near my pancake. I don't think there's ever been a time where I've been like, I want breakfast and a salad, you know? <laughs> Especially <laughs> not a pissy ass, this, I'm sorry, a pissy salad. <laughs> so, you know, for me, yeah. Roger, what are you doing here? Yeah. But even, even losing that round is what tied up the game. Roger's <laughs> seafood pancake they still didn't lose. The men ended up tying with the women three to three. Yeah. And so it came down to the tiebreaker. I'm like, okay, how are they going to do this? And then Gordon Ramsay just thought again about Antonia and the gumbo. <laughs> and it was so bad that the women had to lose. You ever, you ever be mad at something and then you get over it and then you hear, you think about it again and piss you off all over again. Only every single day, Chappelle. <laughs> That's exactly Gordon Ramsay. He was like, huh, you guys tied it up. Mm-hmm. Antonio, get back up here. Like, like, let me talk to you. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you gave me that. Like, Raj just gave me a pissy pancake, and all I can think about is that disgusting food you gave yeah. me. Instead of being yeah, sick, it, it made him sick, you know. Um, and then she didn't even taste it. So, you know, I'm okay with him giving the win to the guys here because she obviously tried to poison him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we went from that. That was my favorite part of the show. Uh, then we got to like the the kitchen element with the red team and the blue team. And I got to be honest, I was a little confused about what was going on here, Chappelle. Well, before we get there, what happens on oh. every after you win every challenge, some, they do like a reward oh, challenge. Yeah. It's very Survivor esque, you know. Um, like the women get a punishment though; they yeah. have to go clean up. It's go all you do know, the clean, dishes. clean, yeah. kid yeah, nation go stuff. Go do the dishes. Yeah. yeah, kid nation stuff. You know, kid stuff. Um, Deal with and it. So they have to. Basically, yes, we miss her. We, we should, you know what? All right, we need to text Phil Thompson, get him back on here to Where's talk Taylor? about these kids. 
Yeah, but I think though one of the staples is uh, the punishment. Like you got to go clean the kitchen. I think he's made people like paint the kitchen. Like he's made people like like go out and chase pigs before. Like it it gets wild. Um, while the other team that doesn't win is normally pampered, flown off into like some luxurious thing. I think one of the contestants, Trev, called this Shangri La, which. In the 2000s, people used to say that all the time. I don't think anybody said that since this episode. Shangri La, yeah, like oh, this is like Shangri La. It's so it's so fancy and lavish. I'm like, mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, that dates this a little bit because I don't think that's a reference anybody nobody makes says anymore. That anymore. Yeah, yeah, nobody says that anymore. But yeah, they get through the like the cleaning and stuff. And normally, this is where it gets contentious because nobody likes to do you know the dishes and things of that nature and so normally you get some fights in this mer- in this in this area because people are like complaining about the person who didn't pull weight right like we have to clean up because nona sucks or we have to clean up because this person dropped their plate on the ground you know and so that's a lot where a lot of the drama is manufactured that we didn't get on this episode mm-hmm. um and then while the men are being pampered i believe raj has gotten drunk and started doing karate i don't know yeah, that got wild. Well, first off, that uh, they're drinking champagne uh, mm-hmm. and getting you do get drunk from champagne, and uh, also <laughs> getting massages. Like this was wild. Yeah, I mean, it's in massages, like time. no less. Yeah, I told you we don't kink shame. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this is like this is pretty standard, but like. Gordon Ramsay has no issue pampering these people. That's why it's it's so funny to see him go from cursing them out to when they win a challenge. He's like, "Let me take you to the top of the Empire State Building to show you like my favorite spot." And they're like, "What? What? This is so random. You were just cursing me out yesterday." He's like, "Yeah, but you won, so you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll bury the hatchet. We'll we'll do some do something nice for you. Let's go bungee jumping or something." Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of that going on. And then we have to prepare for the dinner service. So yeah. So you did you like the dinner service, Rob? Did you like this part? No, I thought that uh, this was confusing. It was. It, I wasn't mad at it, but I was having a hard time following exactly who was responsible for what. And then it was just like uh, Gordon Ramsay yelling at people. Like I didn't understand the restaurant. It seemed like everybody got mad and left. Like um, it's confusing to me. Yeah, let's break it down. So before they start the dinner service, of course, we have to address the medevac. Yes. Um, they cannot find Antonia. This was not edited very cleanly in terms of uh, like, it's just like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, what is, where's Antonia? Where's Antonia? Where's Antonia? They zoom into Antonia. She like passes out. Like, uh, I think it's getting the best of me. You know, like, yeah, she's like I've got a <laughs> migraine. Yeah, she's like, I, I got a headache. It's just I have migraine. Help. And they're like, are you okay? She's like, I got a migraine. And Antonio is the only person who did not eat the food that made Gordon Ramsay sick. Yet she's the one who's getting sick here. I think this might be a little psychosomatic. Hmm. I think she's gotten in her own head. I think she he talked so much trash about her. He did berate her. Yeah. He he did berate her. Everyone's talking about how her food tastes like cat shite. You know, Mm -hmm. like she's in she's in over her head. She was not ready to the like day one. You know, to be the target of like, oh, I'm the reason we lost the challenge. I'm the reason we got to yeah. clean up. I have, my food tastes like catch. Okay, you know? so this was a quit more than a medevac, you think? This was like cult in uh, one world territory? Yeah, I think there's some shenanigans here. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, Sabrina even tells her like, I'm nauseous. It's because you're nervous. Get over it. Um, And I was worried about her because I was like, no, you know, that, that cat shit she ate probably took her out. But she didn't even eat it. So, yeah. I mean, if anybody should be medevac at this point, it should be Gordon Ramsay. So, yeah, I'm thinking that we have to say goodbye to Antonia here because she is not going to join them for the dinner service because she has to go to the hospital 
where she can't even articulate what's going on with her. She just yeah. keeps saying, I don't feel good. You know, so Give me I don't there. know about that. Yeah, she wants out. Yeah. She wants out. Okay. So it's opening night. Mm-hmm. How does this work, Chappelle? Okay. So this is also standard Hell's Kitchen. Like if you were watching any other cooking show and they shut down the restaurant, you're like, oh my gosh, this must have been horrible. This is every first episode of Hell's Kitchen that ever existed ever in the history of time. Like these people, are, these people are in over their heads. They don't know how to work together as a team. They're not familiar with the menu like they should be. I'm sure they get study material and they don't use it. Uh, and it always shows. I I think more seasons than not, he's had to shut down dinner service on the first night or at least kick out one team. He's good for like telling one team, whichever was the weaker team, just leave, just go. You go, mm-hmm. the, the, the women will take over because you suck, you know? And so this was standard. They have opening night. They do like a red carpet. All the big names are there. You have Michelle Branch, you know, of sure. 2000s fame. You have, you have like Donald Schultz, a South African filmmaker, you know, from Wild Recon. Like you get all the biggest names in the industry and they come and they know that they're not going to get through dinner service. I, I've been to Vegas a bunch of times. And every time I look at Hell's Kitchen from a distance and say, do I want to go there and pay a lot of money to possibly get like no food mm-hmm. it's like and sit there it's like but do i want to be there for the drama is it even filmed there for real like i have these thoughts every time i'm in vegas because a part of you kind of just wants to be in the mix but a, a bigger part of me wants to actually eat food and so dinner service starts off all the time with them these people who are suspecting and unsuspecting that this might not end well for their dinner can you explain how people are on the different stations yeah so basically gordon ramsay's like you you know the menu. I've given, and like I said, I have not, I'm not a chef. I do not cook professionally at all. Honestly, I cook for me and I have people who make grilled cheese sandwiches for me as well. And I know his damn menu you? at this point. Yeah, I, I know his menu. So these people should know it. I'm sure they give them the material. I'm sure this is not a shock to them when he's like, okay, you're going to be making beef wellington today. Like, beef wellington, God, I don't know how to make that. Yes, you do. You've seen the last seven seasons. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. So he just delegates like, okay, you two on appetizers. You two on beef wellington. You two over here. You two over here. And the goal is to make all your food go out at the same time because first off, nobody likes to be the person sitting at the table waiting on the food while everybody else is eating. But you want the food to be hot. Straight up, like hot out the grease onto the plate over to your table like clockwork. And so they have to be able to work together as a team to make this happen. And Chef Ramsay does not send anything out of his kitchen without tasting it first because he knows he can't trust these people. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not want a lawsuit and he's going to make sure that he doesn't get one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there was uh, also something going on with the pizzas. Uh, so what, what can you explain the deal with the mini pizzas? Yeah, so this is kind of different. He does it sometimes. With, it, it's not always pizza, but it's like a, a amuse bouche, you know, just yeah. a little bite to, to get your to get your day started. You you just this is just a palate cleanser. You just eat this, and then we'll bring out the real food later. Honestly, it's not a bad idea because pizza is relatively easy and simple. You know, like dough, sauce, cheese, meat, go. Mm-hmm. You know, like and so like I think it's like this is simple. We throw it at you real quick. Get something in in, in your system so you're not pissed when it takes three hours to get your appetizers out and so they start with the pizza and even that doesn't go well um the women seem to be doing fine with the uh with the pizza but the men are just like just i just they just seem they don't have anything going on like they can't get a pizza out to save their lives it's crazy Mm -hmm. okay so 
We have some issues with the salads. <laughs> yeah. So basically, every episode of Hell's Kitchen, one, it, you kind of find like a loser edit in every episode. There's rarely a winner edit. There's all like, you know, like you can, if you, with a keen eye, you can probably spot who the winner is from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But most times, more times than not, you can spot the person who's going to get cursed out. Uh, the person who is going to eventually lose in an embarrassing fashion and get tossed out of the kitchen because they will zoom, like hyper focus on their mistakes. And there were so many to pick from. You had Raj and uh, Jill who were like, I'm, I think it was Raj and Emily, uh, Emily with the, you know, booblicious. She's like, they're like taking orders and Raj can't take the orders. So now my eyes are going to Raj. Like, okay, your days are numbered. But now Trev can't make a salad. Yeah. It's lettuce. And dressing, like I saw that. I didn't salad. understand I what the it. problem was. Like, I is that I was like, oh, that salad doesn't look right. Is that like a fancy salad? Like for me, as sort of like somebody who does not like know what uh, fancy, like as Tony once said, I I don't do fine dining. I'm like, is that what that's supposed to look like? Yeah, it honestly, it looked like he was holding up a piece of lettuce that was covered in dressing. That's yeah. what it looked like he was holding up. Like it was I, like he took like, like three or four like romaine lettuce leaves and then just like placed them like petals of like a flower and then just like doused it with dressing and said, Here's a salad. I mean, he's basically asking to get cursed out at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Cause if look, if that plate makes it to my table, if Gordon Ramsay don't cuss you out, I am. Like, mm-hmm. uh, take me to the chef. Take me to the chef. What the hell is this? You know, so he kind of asked for that, and he's not able to make a salad throughout the night. It's not that he's like, one salad went poorly. At no point does this man, Trev, who is supposed to be a professional chef, you, to, the head chef of this whole $250,000 salary job, you know, restaurant in LA, this big thing, like he's supposed, this is the goal he's working toward, and you can't dress a salad? I'm sorry, you deserve to get cursed out. Yeah. It's time. I, I just, I don't get like, what was the salad supposed to be, and what did he come up with? Like, do they have a like? There has to be like a recipe, no? I, I it, first of all, it's a salad. Mm-hmm. He, his issue is that he didn't dress it. You know, like it didn't dress it appropriately. It's covered in dressing. It doesn't matter if it was supposed to be a chicken salad, a uh, dang, like if it was supposed to be a uh, like just like a straight house salad, a Caesar salad. It's drenched, Rob. It's covered in dressing. You know I hate white stuff on my food. I would have been pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, it doesn't... I don't know what the recipe stood for, but it didn't stand for that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Trev, but you you earned that one. And that's just one of the many problems. Uh, raw pizza is another problem. <sighs> yeah, we get a couple raw pizzas. Boris and Raj can't roll pizza dough. I think Russell says they look like two idiots doing a Rubik's Cube. Um it's just bad all the way around in the in the men's like uh, kitchen. Mm. Like, there's almost nothing positive coming out from over there. At least the women are able to get out the appetizers. But what's the difference between the men's kitchen and the women's kitchen? Uh, well, one, you can't get a salad out. Like Trev's is Trev can't get a salad. If you can't get past salad, how do you get the food out? You know. Um, but the women seem to be. You got Jill and Nona. Jill and Nona got the the appetizers going. So that's the positive. They are they are clearly like they got the pasta going. Everything's working for that. The problem is that they're not some of the customers still aren't getting their appetizers in the women's kitchen because um Melissa is like sending up raw food and like and that's when Boris gets caught like mimicking Chef Ramsay mm-hmm. in the back. He's like 
take the piss out of me, uh, you know, now, you know, like, I don't know if that's British slang or whatever. Like, you yeah. take a piss out on me? Like, I, I, He's so dumb, this guy, uh, that he's just like, like, like he's doing like this great Gordon Ramsay impression. He's just saying it over and over again. And then Gordon Ramsay hears him and then it's over. Yeah, that would be me in the background getting, that would definitely be where I get cursed out if I was on the show. Like, I'm in the background, like, every time he's saying raw, I'm singing ODB in the background. Mm -hmm. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. (laughs) He's like, could you stop? (laughs) Like, oh, sorry. Like, you look like an idiot sandwich, Julie Chin. Like, that, that would be me, the idiot sandwich. Um, yeah, you know, so there's there's a lot of issues in the women's kitchen as well. Um, Lisa is slow AF. Mm-hmm. That's a big storyline here. Um, she can't cook scallops, which again, if you're going Hell's Kitchen, you don't know how to cook scallops, you deserve to get cursed out because you know it's coming. You know this is coming, Lisa. The the pan ain't hot enough. The man ain't even over there. And he's like, Lisa, turn the heat up on your pan. How do you cook like that? She's like, oh, okay. She's kind of moseying around. So there's a ton of reasons why the women's kitchen is also failing here. So how did Sabrina get in trouble again? Uh, Sabrina, they already don't like her. They already are starting to get a hate into her. And what she decides to do is ignore kind of like the order of operation here. So normally, you know, when it comes to your entrees, you got to put all the pieces together at the same time. Because when we take the tray out, we want the food to be hot and everybody to get their food at the same time. So they got halibut coming. They got Wellington's coming. They got lamb coming. But she's so proud of her beef Wellington and the lamb that she's been working on. She's like, I'm about to take it up there to serve to Gordon Ramsay. Uh, the other chefs, Nona and them are like, hey, you got to wait. Like, you can't do that. Just just wait. We're going to bring the food up together. And she's like, but I really wanted to see my food. Like I work so hard. He'll love me for this. He uh, spoiler alert. He does not love her no. for that. He's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. He talks so bad to her. And she's just like, but chef, I just wanted you to like it. And she's like, Oh, you F off more F bombs. Boom, 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 boom. I, I kind of like 12 and like the two sentences where he's telling her to go off and go away because of her order. He does not love baby spice here. No. Mm-hmm. It should help. Uh, people are getting mad that they don't get their food, and some people are waiting two hours for their food, and they just start leaving. Michelle Branch is pissed. Yeah, you can't piss off Michelle Branch. You know how like, long how would you, you wait in the restaurant from when you order to just leave? Uh, it depends on why I'm there, right? Like if I'm there for the full health kitchen experience, that means I ate before I came. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there wanting to see these people get cursed out. And I'm like, no, I'll just sit here. Um, but three hours waiting on the entree, that's abs- that will never happen. Yeah. You will never see me wait three hours for anything. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah. I'm leaving. What do you do? You got to close your tab, though, before you leave, right? What do you say? Like, hey, I'm going to leave, but can I get the check? If I've been waiting th- like an hour and a half and I ain't got no nothing, yeah. Nah. Nah. Hey, it's been cool. Later. Yeah. Like, maybe you throw like you throw like uh if you if you have cash on you, you could like angrily like throw a twenty on the table and say that. Yeah. It. I, I, I'm out of here. I'm tipping the waiter. Yeah. I will tip the waiter. They don't get paid enough. But sure. I'm looking. The, I'm looking the management upside their head as mm-hmm. I walk out without paying for whatever they're trying yeah. to charge me for. It's just like, a tough move to pull off if you don't have cash. Is what I'm saying. 
I mean, you're going to feel like crap a little bit. You should, at least if you walked out on like tipping your waiter. For I, me, I'm, I'm not saying to tip. leave. I'm saying, but though, it's like uh, sort of like, the, you know, it takes a little bit of the edge off. Like, can I get the check? And then, okay. Yeah, like, I just need to leave the waiter. Just, yeah. Like, you have a cash app or like, yeah. can I Venmo you something? Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. like leave you high and dry because you've been coming back and forth to my table, like to give me iced tea for the last two hours. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah. but overall, you got to make a statement here. Yeah. You got to show people that they can't F with you. And yeah. so you got to get up and walk out. Yeah. If you are the brave soul who waits there for three hours, a lot of times they just don't serve dinner, Rob. Imagine waiting there for three and a half hours and he just says, go home. But is it shenanigans of that you go there and you're famous and you're going to be on TV and you know that your night is ultimately ending with you walking out of the restaurant? You think Michelle Branch was corrupt enough to do this just for the meme? Mm-hmm. Just you, Michelle Branch, America's sweetheart, circa 2005. How dare you, Rob? Don't, how dare you? No, I, I, don't I believe know. that more I, than they would make her sit in a restaurant and not, and not get her food. That's true. Like, I, because Gordon does have two sous chefs. Don't let me mess up their names. And so sometimes those two people will jump in. Yeah. And they will get to serving people. So maybe Michelle Branch did get a plate, but mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that everybody did not. Okay. So they shut down the restaurant. That's you it. Got to. You got to. I mean, at this point, you're Shut not getting no food out. People are waiting. It's, it's a mess. And now we have to figure out what's the problem. Like, he rounds them all up. He drags them, reads them for filth, tells them to F off, says it's the worst opening ever, which I'm sure he says every season because they just get worse every now and then. Sometimes they're not horrible, but they're never great. Um, and then he tells them to go pick the nominees. It's time to uh, put people up for elimination. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody goes backstage and they, what they vote for who is going to be the people that are nominated. Sometimes it's a vote. People try to be diplomatic, you know, like who do you think? Mm-hmm. Let's write them all down. Let's raise our hands. And then sometimes it's painfully obvious. Like Trev it's salad dog. You ain't even got to turn the stove on. It's salad, bro. No, you know, like you're. I'm sorry, you're up for elimination. Don't talk back. You're, you're up for elimination. Sorry. Um, and so there was no drama here with the men. It was like Trev, Raj, it's you. Sorry. Yeah. With the women though, and this is what I like about Hell's Kitchen because the nominations, it this is very much like you got to come to a consensus. Uh, a lot of seasons where we don't see that on a lot of reality shows. A lot of reality shows is like you get to secretly nominate somebody, and then everybody or like. Or like you get to nominate somebody and everybody secretly votes. No, this is everybody saying, oh, no, 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 no. You're on the chopping block this week because we just want you out of here. And then chef gets to decide if you go home or not. But it's, it's like the house can gang up on you in a way. You know, even if your food isn't that great, if you got somebody in your corner like stumping for you, you might survive the week. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of there's a social game involved here, too. It's very it's very fascinating. So uh, we end up with Lisa and Sabrina here uh, for the women. And um, any surprises for you, Chappelle? Well, the deliberation is very fun. So um, the women want to nominate Lisa because she's slow AF. She's, very, she's an older lady, but she's also moving um, very slow. Um, she doesn't even argue against it. She's like, listen, I know the game. I, I screwed up, but it's fine. But Nona is like, hey, since we're talking, let's get Sabrina up there too. And Sabrina is like, I think it ought to be your ass. 
And out of nowhere, she just manufactures this like uh this like a uh, like a uh, ghetto twang to her voice. It's very it's very fascinating how she coats, which is in the other direction. Um, she's like, "You think fried chicken is fine da- dining?" And Chappelle at home is like, "Is it not? Is mm-hmm. it is it not fine dining? Because uh that is right up my alley, mm-hmm. Sabrina." Um, she goes, "You all talk." She's doing the claps, all the hood accents. It's very strange that this is coming from this tiny white lady, but I'll take it. Um. Nona is like, you're an idiot, but you need to go up on the block. But here's the social game coming in. Jillian says, no, Nona, you're wrong here. Sabrina should be safe. And although Jillian is not able to save her, you'll see in the future episodes of of Hell's Kitchen that, yeah, sometimes just having somebody in your corner does get you through a round or two. Mm -hmm. But do you have to send two people into Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, like Gordon Ramsay gives you an instruction. You just do it. A lot of times it's like, yeah, well, Gordon Ramsay is like, bring me four people. Sometimes they try to get cute. It's been on 20 years. You know, like it happens. So they'll come up there like, chef, none of us think we need to go. And he's like, what? And then he just starts like cursing them all out. Yeah. Bombs. He just picks you, you and you get down here. And he picks random people. Or sometimes they'll bring somebody and they're like, we offer this person up as tribute. And it's very clearly that that person is not the worst chef, but they just don't like them. Yeah. Or maybe they realize that they're like, they're a threat. Like this is our chance to get out such and such because they're going to win if we don't. And he'll like see through it. Ah, nah, 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 not you. You go back. You bring me Sabrina. And so I was actually kind of surprised that Sabrina went willingly because a lot of times the chef will put up a fight. He'll be like, I'm not up for elimination. Yes, you are. You're like, I mean, there's not like a, like a system to keep record of this. The speaker you know, the speaker of the house gets to nominate the person like they act, whatever words that person says is what he's going to go with until there's objection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get the two people in front of him for both teams, the four people total, and then it's all Gordon Ramsay. Then he's going to make the call on who gets uh, kicked out. Yeah. He's like, Raj is delusional. Trev can't do a salad. Okay. Let's talk about the women. Lisa. Lisa owns up to her mistakes here. She goes, hey, you know what? Wasn't my best day. Been cooking my whole life, but I got it. I can, I'm, I just got to get my bearings. Once I get familiar, you know, things happen. Come on, come on. Then he goes to Sabrina. And Sabrina is like, look, I made a mistake. I effed up. But you don't know me. You don't know what I can bring to the table. Give me an opportunity to prove myself. I, honestly, if somebody has to go home, it should be her. It should be Lisa. She's old. I'm young. I'm vibrant. I got my life to live. Like, she's an old-ass woman. Get rid of her. Like, she's spent. She's spent, chef. She's spent. She says this right in front of Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Who just drags somebody in front of them? Like, like she's an old-ass lady. Like, like, she's not saying she can't cook. She's like, dog, I'm young. I have yeah. my life to live. This is a well, good opportunity for me. That's an old woman. The prize is ultimately going to be running this kitchen uh, that you want to make Gordon Ramsay look bad. You, do you want this old ass woman in your kitchen? Like, oh my gosh! Like, you know, it's it's such a it's such a like an interesting uh, plea. You know, if you're gonna plead your case, like that's what you pick. Like, imagine in Survivor, if you're like, you know, like at the final tribal council, you're like, Don's an old ass woman. What are you? What are you talking about? Like, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm, look, I'm young. I got my whole life in front of me. Like, look, she's spent. She's got nothing. Lisa, once you got kids, dog, you gonna vote for her? You gonna like what? Really, the mm-hmm. old woman? Mm-hmm. That was the energy Sabrina brought, and it came out of nowhere. Like everyone's in the background, people are chuckling. Lisa is pissed, but like it, it, it kind of worked. She, I mean, she stuck around. <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Um, so both teams have to send two people in, but Gordon Ramsay just eliminates one person between the two teams. 
Sometimes it's one person. Sometimes it's two people. Sometimes it's all four. I mean, it just depends on how he's feeling, how many episodes they got to feel. You to know, do whatever he wants. I think, yeah. I think Antonia getting eliminated medically, probably the reason only one person goes home here. Because I think this would have been Raj's time to go. Um, you know, but he's I a big character. I, he's a big character. Yeah. And, and Chef is going to have a lot of fun picking on him about his weight. You know, we don't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he probably, you want to keep him around for the television. But I think if he had his brothers, they probably told him like, hey, it ain't got to be two people. Yeah. But in a typical situation, Nas is normally one. You know, he just gets a lot of, he likes to have all his options. The worse they do, the more options he has in front of him. Chappelle, talk to me big picture about Hell's Kitchen. What, what's the most famous thing that ever happened on Hell's Kitchen? Uh, Gordon Ramsay calling Julie Chan an idiot sandwich is always a fun skit. Yes. It didn't happen on the show, but I mean, yes. what a meme. Um, big picture for Hell's Kitchen. You know, they're just, I think it's always, what can these bumbling chefs do to piss him off and how is he going to react? I've, I've seen people like who are sweated in the food. Right, like oh it's so God. hot in the kitchen, they're so nervous, and then the sweat is just dripping from them. And he's like, "You, you sweaty mofo! I can't believe you!" Blah 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 blah. Like he's cussing them out left and right. I seen a guy break down in tears. That's a good one. That poor, poor, sad man. I'm talking about not like like one gangster tear that you kind of catch because you can't let it hit the ground because you're a thug. Like, but like like full on like <laughs> like to where people are like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Like that kind of crying. It, it gets hot. It gets hot in Hell's Kitchen. Besides the idiot sandwich, are there any other notable Hell's Kitchen gifs? Yeah, a lot of Chef Ramsay just cursing people out. Mm-hmm. You know, f off. He's he's very much a like f off you prick type type guy. He's also like a like like uh like it's raw. That's another good one. Yeah, you know, that's him. Uh, a lot of a lot of gifs of like the contestants. Those poor Master Chef kids get a lot of gifs too of them like crying and like trying to like figure out how to make um high end food, but like. You know, they also want to just be at home watching television and cartoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot of gist from them. But one of the notable things I'll say is like, like I said, for a lot of, for me, there's not a lot of winter edit early in the season. Cause so, there's so many ways to screw up. You, any day could be your number. The problem is if you're not a screw up, it comes very obvious that you're going to be one of his favorites. Like he, he, can't, he will play favorites at some point. Even in this episode, we see Sabrina, like when she can't, when she's throwing Lisa under the bus, she just rounds on Nona. Did uh, yeah? She did you see what she said to her about that? She snores. Well, she says, "Well, look, if Lisa's not going home because she's old, and I'm not going home because I'm young, vote out Nona. She's good for nothing. She snores. She likes fried chicken. Get her out of here! Like mm-hmm. what? She snores. Like, they would try anything. Like again, this season was messed. Like yeah. when you're in a cooking competition, you're like, vote her out. She snores. Like mm-hmm. is there okay, a lot there- of like?" house life that comes into the competition? Yeah. Because they do the deliberation in their dorms, right? So they they don't get into like a lot of like what they do outside, but there's a lot of like sitting on the patio smoking, talking trash about each other. Like they're just like sitting out, like getting prepared for the day and like, you know, we got to vote out Raj this time. Yeah, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Or like you'll have somebody like Raj who'll realize like the odds are against him. So now he's out here like trying to be social. So you get a lot of that. We get some snoring a lot. There's also, there's, since they live in like, I think they sleep in bunk beds. Um, Very ghetto. Very, very ghetto. But uh, they're like inches away from each other. So there's a lot of snoring. They do like fire drills sometimes where they wake them up in the middle of the night and drag them outside. Very whodunit esque. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they make them cook like in their pajamas. You know, they 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 spice it up. So the dorm life does matter. They, a couple fights in the dorm life as well. You know, the, like like you said at the beginning, pretty run of the mill, problematic Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Right. Chappelle, anything else from Hell's Kitchen? 
Um, just Should we call this general? episode Chappelle's Kitchen? Chappelle's Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Did you just come up with that? That's yeah. clever. I like that. Chappelle's Kitchen. Yeah, you can call it that. Yeah. Um, now, for me, like I said, this is a show that is obviously very, 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 very cheap to produce since they keep having seasons and seasons and seasons of it. Like, it probably takes almost no money to, to produce yeah. this show. Okay. Um, Here's, can I give, pitch you on Chappelle's Kitchen? Okay. So we get, cheese? no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. We get like okay. uh, eight young men and eight young women who are influencers uh, want to get on mm-hmm. Twitter. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. All right. And you got, you come out and we got red team and blue team and they both like, uh, all right, show me your best tweet. And then they show you. That was, you think that was a good tweet? That was terrible. That was terrible. And I get to drop F-bombs? Do yeah. I get to say the F-word? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, I okay, would you never have my favorite attention. this. Oh, yeah. First of all, you always got to be careful with your favorite. I'm always taken aback at how many people are out here favoriting things all willy-nilly. Listen, the key is in the bookmarks. Rob, you might be onto something. I, cause I, could, teach a, I could teach a seminar. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, uh, do you feel, am I favoriting too much stuff? <laughs> do you? No, no, you're pretty good about your Twitter handling. I think you don't tweet enough. Like, it's not you don't get enough Rob content. It's a lot of business. You know, you're a very business oriented page. We don't get to yeah. see weigh in on a lot. Yeah, you know? no, I, I, I pretty much uh, just talk about like the podcasts. It's horrible. It's raw. It's raw, Rob. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's off. It's yeah. off. That's, you get the real me on the podcast. Uh, that there's too too much mess on Twitter. Well, in Chappelle's Kitchen, we like mess. So I'm yeah. sorry, Rob. You'd be going home first this time. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It made me sick to my stomach and it's inedible. It's like shit on a plate. Your Twitter is like shit on a plate, Rob. Oh, my God. You didn't love that, did you? <laughs> I have a migraine. Yeah, yeah. Don't fake a migraine. I have now. a migraine I'm just getting started now. with you. Yeah. yeah, I'm just getting started with you. Uh, look, Rob, if you want to give me a reality show based on Twitter, yeah, just don't. Don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. do that. I don't think... No, I don't think any of my employers know that I'm on Twitter and like any of them have mm. this this podcast thing is the only time the person who's actually like who I actually work with and for would actually know that I'm on Twitter because I would never let anybody in my real life know what I'm tweeting. Mm. I'm a very private person. Yeah. In a way. But you don't tweet yeah. about your work. <laughs> Too much. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. I've been having some tweets about my work this week, but we don't have to get into that. I, I yeah. got some opinions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chappelle, I'm so excited for what we have coming up next week on the Rewind. And actually, uh, all uh, this month on the Rewind. Yeah, it's Joe Live. Joe Live. <laughs> Happy Joe Live. Yes. I, look, in reality TV world, we have come across plenty and plenty, plenty of Joes. And I think we should talk about them. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk about the Joes that made this a genre. Um, of course, there's Joe Schmo, Joe Millionaire, the average Joe. We got Joes to choose from. And I think what better time than now? Yeah. So what do you think about Joe Lai, Rob? I love Joe. I love Joe Lai. Uh, next week, we're going to kick off uh, our official Joe Lai here on the RJP Rewind, where we're going to be joined by the great mm-hmm. Melissa Denny to talk yes. about average no sorry uh joe schmo joe schmo yeah not the average joe joe schmoiest of joes yes yes Yes. i think this is one of melissa's faves and melissa has good taste in television except she does watch big brother so that is a minor deduction but good taste in television she's always giving me good recommendations so i'm excited and Chappelle, we're so lucky because uh we have melissa coming back for big brother and we get a double dose of melissa it's great every time we have uh, melissa with us on the podcast Yes, 
I haven't talked to her in so long. This is going to be fun. She was like, so serious good. about Kid Nation when uh, Phil and I talked to her about Kid Nation. She mm-hmm. was like a deadly serious talking about Kid Nation. So I, I don't even think we're ready to talk to Melissa about Joe Schmo Show. I remember that podcast. She had some opinions. Okay. This was her stuff. And yeah. I, I don't know how you go from Kid Nation to Joe Schmo. So I'm interested to hear that transition for her. Uh, but you know, like I said, this is this is the heyday of reality TV, and we have a star coming on with us. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right, Chappelle, what's coming up for you? Uh, Rob, unfortunately, you know it's that time of year again. Yeah, the darkest timeline has happened once again. Big Brother cast has been released, and oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I gotta do some deep diving, Rob. I, I gotta get into these cast bios. I got a li- I got a lot of things to do. I got look, I got a lot of stuff going on at work. Got some personal issues going on right now. You know, some automotive issues, mm-hmm. whatever. But okay. Big Brother season well, is upon us. You got the I'm whole holiday weekend. Take some mm-hmm. time. And then uh, be able to come back and uh, be ready to go next week. This is a good time for reality TV. Yeah. You got Big Brother cast. You got Too Hot to Handle on Netflix right uh, now. Have Curses. you been watching all that? I, I had to watch it, Robert. I heard you covered it on the podcast. I got to listen. Yeah, I watched the, that. I just finished the first uh, round of episodes, and now they drop the new ones. If you listen to the reality TV rewind with the RJP rewind or whatever, and you don't listen to the Too Hot to Handle coverage, let me just go ahead and pitch you on this. It is insanity. This is, I didn't. I, I am shocked. I didn't know that this was a show until you told me about it, Rob. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I was watching it, and you didn't I didn't watch the first one. What? No. <laughs> like, again, Hot Dummies on the Island is not my thing. But if anybody can make a glowing endorsement for this show, it's a wild ride. I'm terrified that people exist in this world that would like go on this show and do these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm stressed out watching it because stuff like this does stress me out. I don't know why, but it's hard to watch for me. But yeah, it's, it's, whew, it's a lot. It's a lot. In the words of Bryce, <laughs> it's a lot. But yeah, you got two out to handle. Kirsten's doing a great job over there. You got the Big Brother cast is out. You got um, uh, Love Island is up. We're waiting on the cast release, I think, for that. I think so the reality cast came out for Love Island. Oh, my gosh. So much reality TV. So little time. I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help me out, Rob. What, do I, what, do I, what am I supposed to do? How do I cope? All right. And don't even get into the top 40 countdown uh, this week. We talked about the 14th best season of Survivor. <laughs> Survivor Blood versus Water uh, with AJ Norris and Mary Krakowski. That was a lot of fun on Wednesday night. Of course, uh, Taryn and I uh, got into reactions to the Big Brother 23 cast on Thursday. We'll have our Big Brother 23 draft coming up on Monday night, and uh, we'll kick things off on Wednesday night with the premiere coverage of Big Brother 23. It's the start of July. Great time. Start of July, also. Uh, A great time to become a patron of Rob as a Podcast. Uh, We are adding two Big Brother shows to our patron podcast feed uh, for the Big Brother season. So we're very excited about that. It's going to be a ton of great stuff going on in our patron Facebook group and Discord. That's all at robinsawebsite.com slash patron. All right. Chappelle, enjoy the holiday weekend. We'll be back with kicking off the July. <laughs> it's going to be a good 4th of July, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so you have a good holiday too, Rob. I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.